Welcome to the Group Trip Podcast. We're the niggas that made it to the airport. Today's destination is Dayton by way of Ghetto Airlines. We'll have a short layover in Bullshitville with a final destination stop at Celibacy. Today, your flight crew will be here for you. What's up, y'all? It's Corey Patrick. Hey, this is Lottie. Hey, everybody. This is Tay. And finally, this is Shay. Can y'all hear me? Okay. Can you hear me? Because <laughs> we are here to talk about this debate and, and why we feel like it's ghetto. Like, oh my God, I'm going to be the captain today of this good old flight. Okay. And we just going to talk about a few things. So it's 2021. We are coming out of a pandemic. We survived the Rona. Hello. Mm-hmm. Rona was real. Hallelujah. So why do we feel like dating is ghetto? Crickets. I know. Where do we begin? I know. Honestly, I think the only way we can really answer this is based on our past experiences. Mm. Yeah. Or current experiences. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about current experience. Mm. Oh well. How are we so during so during Rona, I had I primarily dated online, but I just so happened to run into people, I guess, out and about. Um, but the dating scene is very scarce still. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to agree with that. I tried to do um, the whole dating thing online, like the whole Tinder, because I guess Tinder was like, you know, a good situation for people to hook up or whatever. So I created me a little app or whatever. And the people that I would meet in was just not for me. Um, and I just feel like if you're a certain caliber, meaning if you have certain goals or stuff like that, like it's so challenging to find somebody that's compatible with what your goal set is. Like everybody just want to screw nowadays. That's what it is. Like I mm-hmm. definitely have tried the dating on the apps. And honestly, it's everybody just trying to get in your bed. And I'm not trying to do that, especially yeah. not during the pandemic. Like mm-hmm. you're not going to run into my house. Right. Hello? Or or they're trying to make a come up. Yes. Mm. Yeah. How so? Elaborate on that. They try to manipulate the situation to either gain status or gain or get your money or go on trips with you or mm-hmm. you know there I guess would it be an opportunist that I'm talking about maybe yes I mean maybe I attract broke hoes then <laughs> <laughs> you're the broke hole magnet I'm the broke hole magnet and then I try to fix them yeah oh, yeah that's another Definitely, topic for another yeah. day yeah I try to get them to match my ambition and that's not the case and I want someone that already has my same level of ambition and vision and and goals right but it's like is it just me or like nobody is eligible anymore like what happened to all of the good people like were there ever good people because at this point 
I feel like what I used to be okay with, I was so quick to be able to find those type of quality of people. Mm -hmm. But now that I've reached a different level of growth within myself, not just a particular payment level in life, it's just a growth level within myself. Like the people that I want to attract, they're nowhere. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I feel like... For example, for me, when I went into my 30s, um, I turned 30 in January of 2020, I decided that I didn't want to continue down the path of casual sex. I just felt like um, I wanted to find someone who was going to be around for the long term and not give my time and attention to people who was only here temporarily. So I feel like as you grow and you learn from lessons and dating and things like that, we honestly, we start cutting that, the the dating pool down ourselves because we start wanting more. Mm-hmm. You start knowing more of what you want in a person, um, qualities and things like that, what you will accept. And honestly, I feel like in my younger years, I settled and I accepted shit. I ignored red flags. And as mm-hmm. I'm as I continue to grow and get older and um, like I said, learn lessons from dating, I just, I don't accept the same shit anymore. So honestly, I feel like the pool has declined because my wants and desires have increased. Yes. That's a good point. Yeah. I feel that 100%. Yeah. That's a good point. (sighs) So it sounds like, our previous experiences have shown us that we didn't love ourselves enough to seek those who had a certain caliber within themselves. So it's like now that we have tapped into who we are, we're like attracting different people, which you should mm-hmm. you yes. definitely want to, because if you are doing the same things that you did back in, the early 2000s and mm-hmm. we had you know what I mean like mm-hmm. something has to change as it some does mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the question I, is where do we find these people girl you can't mm-hmm. say church honey it's virtual too so ain't nobody church house who house <laughs> <laughs> find you a, a bay on church zoom we're gonna go to Netflix. <laughs> Zoom church bay. Oh. Um, so, um, yeah. we are ready to do like our little short layover in Bullshitville. So, tell me some of uh, some good examples of bullshit during dating. Honestly, I just feel like um, don't don't ignore red flags because of good sex. Mm. I feel like I've done that in the past. I've gotten into relationships where I saw what I needed to see initially, but I ignored that shit Mm -hmm. because the sex was good. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like my bullshit deal is a lot of that. Oh. Mm, I can relate. One of my most recent was, <laughs> I mean, the the package was there, like financially stable, fun to be around, trips, all that good stuff. 
but substance abuse was a problem in that situation on their end and that played a big toll and I tried to ignore it like okay well maybe it's just a social thing or maybe it's just um when they're around their friends or whatever the case Mm -hmm. may be but Mm -hmm. it was it took it was it was hard it was rough Mm -hmm. and when I start changing my I get I don't know how I want to say this but when I start looking at myself different and I'm (laughs) acting outside of my character. That Mm -hmm. was, that was the major wake up call for me. And I'm glad that I did not stay for five years. Like I did my prior relationship and become unhappy. Right. Mm -hmm. I see. Yeah, that is because what it, what it says to me is in that moment, you chose yourself. You love you enough to go. Because a lot of people will settle for, you know, listen to what you said at the beginning of this statement. We had a good relationship. Everything was, you know, where it was supposed to be stable, you know, but it was that substance abuse. So that lets you know that money don't buy happiness. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because I could literally have anything I wanted. Mm -hmm. I would mention Mm -hmm. something and it would be at my door within an hour. Mm. Like who would not get used to something like that when you're used to doing for yourself and someone Mm -hmm. is taking the, the, the measures to take care of you without Mm -hmm. you even asking Mm -hmm. that's, that can be addicting. That's an addiction. (laughs) It is. For sure. It is. Yeah, that's something I want to get addicted to. (laughs) 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 If only. Yeah, I mean, seriously, that, you know, and that's so crazy that, you know, it speaks volumes about the type of woman that you are because, again, a lot of women would have settled in that situation. A lot of women would have been okay with those moments that, you know, you may have to share with that person while they're in their high intoxicated state. Mm -hmm. They would have been okay with that because they knew once they came down off of that high, anything that they wanted, they were going to get. Right. And I think a good point also that you made was when it comes to dating, choosing yourself mm-hmm. and recognizing what your wants and your needs. I think that's so that's why a lot of us get stuck in this cycle of dating because mm-hmm. we normally don't choose ourselves. We mm-hmm. we just yeah, we do the settling or mm-hmm. you know, we listen to other people and you know, you got your family, if you have your parents around, well, why well, are you dating so and so and you know, so and so is nice and wholesome and right. you know, so it's like all of this is in your ear. And you're like, well, it's not what I want, but everybody else said it's good. So yeah. and if you're people dad, pleasing, about you. exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. I felt, I felt that mm-hmm. it makes you just kind of like I would say one of my situations that I dealt with um, for in my dating life with bullshit bill, I guess, would be um, kind of piggybacking off of you know, kind of picking back off of Lottie there, like I was dealing with somebody, the relationship was pretty cool. I mean, you know, we lived together, we traveled, we did some things, had fun, but 
it was a drinking problem. And, you know, sometimes people are angry when they're um, drinking. And it was to the point where things would get physical for no reason. So I knew, like, this is not what I wanted. It gave me flashbacks of watching, you know, my parents grow up. Well, not my parents, but my mom go through her little domestic situation. So I was like, you know what? This is not for me. But the key was because I'm so naive and because I'm so just forgiving, I'm the type of person that was willing to throw out, you know, anything that you've done to me in the past, let's just move on and keep it going. And I had to recognize that it's not okay to do that. It's not okay to be okay with, you know, potentially being in those situations. So at some point you have to walk away. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to choosing yourself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I feel for those that don't walk away or can't walk away or don't have mm-hmm. the resources to walk away. Because right. it's hard. It's probably and what especially if you're comfortable yes. and this is what you know, it is so hard to walk away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Starting over is mm-hmm. So hard. So hard. And again, I believe in a previous conversation, not recorded, I wish it was, but in a previous conversation, I remember um, Tay mentioned um, something about fear. And maybe if you want to speak up a little bit about that, like fear and how it keeps you from, you know, moving and and doing things that you need to get done. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. It keeps you Fear keeps us trapped. We, it keeps us from moving to a new location. It keeps us from leaving relationships, leaving jobs. Like, basically, it cripples you because you're comfortable. Comfort is everything that we all look for, is it not? We all want to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. So if I'm comfortable, why would I move? Why would I do this? and create this fear and anxiety. So that's how people get stuck. And then when you have people on the outside, like, oh, you don't want to do, why are you going to leave this good job and X, Y, Z? Or, you know, you have so many people putting their fears on you, like, oh, you're not ready. You know, you need to do this. And it's just like, well, but what am I doing here? I'm unhappy. Mm -hmm. Nobody ever stops to look at your happiness all they look at is what could go wrong you know how is it going to affect them it's never how you are in the moment and how why you feel the way you feel so I think fear just keeps us I mean I think that's a part of this whole bullshitville like fear yeah so I definitely I want to to bid off of that I definitely feel like um I don't necessarily have fear from outside sources anymore but I definitely still have a little bit of fear just from previous relationships, previous situations that have occurred. Um, I'm definitely working on that shit, but it's, it's a work in progress. So I guess my question to you guys would be, how do you deal with not allowing your past situations and your past relationships and your past dealings define how you go into a new situation? Like, how do you completely let that go? Or do you let it go and you just use it? How how do you guys deal with that sort of situation? Mm. Mm. I can, yeah, I can speak on that. So yeah, you kind of just have to, I, I guess it looks different for everybody. 
when you say, you know, you kind of just have to do it. Mm -hmm. I think doing it looks different for everyone. Um, You have to obviously put that person in that situation in a certain place that allows you to move forward. And so for some people, it's hard to put someone in a particular place because, you know, then you're having to acknowledge maybe certain feelings that you buried or you didn't want to deal with. So it's just like, okay, well, if I, you know, how do I move forward from what happened two relationships ago, you know, when this person is showing examples of what that person did. So immediately you now put this person back to this two relationships ago person Mm -hmm. and you're looking at them like, oh, well, now you're going to put up this wall because you're recognizing the same behaviors. You haven't even given this person the opportunity to fix the behaviors. You haven't given them the opportunity to kind of move past it. You're automatically putting up this wall and labeling them because of your past. And it's because you haven't put it in a place that allows you to move forward. Mm-hmm. So would that be you really haven't forgiven that person? I do think that's part of it. There's Mm. definitely something underlying that allows you not to move forward. Right. So whether Mm. that be forgiveness, you know, feelings, whatever the case may be, there is definitely an underlying factor as to why you can't put that person in a certain position that they need to be in. Mm. And sometimes you have to sit in it. Mm -hmm. And -hmm. a lot of people don't want to sit in it. And that's why they either ask uh they um either point the finger at that person saying you're just like my ex or they leave mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. instead of sitting in it and working through those pieces and having that conversation with that person to get a better understanding so yeah. then they can make the decision on okay this is going to be a regular thing yeah. or this is something that we can actually work through together and we can both be in a better place mm-hmm. 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 I think at least one person in that dynamic would need to want different because, Correct. Mm-hmm. you know, I, I have a, a friend girl and I, I just watch her from the sidelines go through her relationships and I think they need to want different. You have to want more. You have to be the change that you're expecting out of your life. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be the change that you're expecting in your relationships as well. So, you know, for me personally, dating has been challenging because I'm stubborn and I'm also a Sagittarius. So I run. I'd rather walk away than to sit and argue and go through all of the uproar. Mm hmm. So I tend to just be like, let me check my deuces and keep it moving. Is that healthy? No, I know that. Do I care? No, you know, (laughs) there's nothing I can do about that. I don't care. You know, it's just (laughs) who I am. However, what I can do is start to kind of self-reflect. And when I am in those situations that make me uncomfortable, learn how to push past them by having a conversation versus putting my wall up and shutting down. So I'm hoping that whoever my partner may be, they create a safe enough space for me to be able to, you know, not run away or want to stay and deal with it. Because if not, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with being one of those cat ladies, you know, 
Mm-hmm. 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 I'm okay with that. Hmm. Just saying. Just saying. All right. So now, before we move on, good crew, um, I would just like to ask, you know, how do you think that? people can learn to make adjustments in their situations like today, like starting right now, if they're listening to our voices, what can they do in this moment to change their situations? Is this pertaining to dating or dating? I think honestly for me, and I'm taking my own advice is you have to go into situations without expectations. Like you can, you can have your expectations and, you know, you can know what you want out of, you know, a potential partner, a potential relationship, but you have to go into these situations realizing that whatever is meant to happen will happen. If it works out, if it, if it doesn't work out, um, and you have to realize that it's okay. Like every every person is not meant to be in your your life mm-hmm. for uh, a long period of time. Right. Um, some some people are meant to be for a season. Some people are meant to teach you certain things. So I think you have to go into situations um, vulnerable, but at the same time realizing that um, whatever the outcome is was meant to be the outcome from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I think that, yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head with the vulnerable thing. Vulnerability also is a big thing with this whole dating. Um, yes. Yeah. No one. Should I? No, I mean, it seems you would honestly, I find it funny though, because I feel like in today's times, it makes me sound so old, but it's <laughs> like, I mean, don't come for me. Um, (laughs) like we're in I feel like the environment is perfect for for vulnerability like people are more open and welcoming Mm -hmm. and understanding um more more to a certain extent uh tolerable in terms of feelings and emotions so the fact that we still struggle with vulnerability like, I don't know. I don't think, I think that's just always going to be one of those things that people struggle with. And it's going to be one of the reasons why relationships are so hard for so many people, because people hate being vulnerable. It is like mm-hmm. the, it's like having a, I don't know, like the plague or something. Like, mm-hmm. see, for me, they're weak if they are. Yes. 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 Especially and men, it, because they're taught that, that that is a sign of weakness. Exactly. But for me, it's when, like when, when is the appropriate time Mm -hmm. to be vulnerable, to uh, show your cards, to show your emotions, because doing that shit too soon, I feel like it gives people the the opportunity to kind of use it to their advantage, so to speak. Um, Not, and not always negatively, like it could just be. So, you know, I know how you feel now. Mm-hmm. And even though I may not feel this way at this point, I can use that to get mm-hmm. what I need out of you in this situation. So I feel like it's all about knowing who you're dealing with, um, knowing your potential partner, um, and knowing when to fully um, divulge in your 
vulnerability, to be honest, because that is something that I struggle. I'm a, listen, I'm a Capricorn, so y'all know I I don't be like to show my fucking emotions. Okay. So <laughs> I it takes me a while to um completely let my guard down um and completely tell you my full truth. Um I could like somebody for a long ass time and not even tell you that I like you because I'll just be like, you know, I'm a very, very cautious and um, I think uh, Capricorns in general are people who we um, we observe. Like we fill things out before we completely go into it. So it's a, it's a fucking hard ass thing to, to completely be open um, initially. So it, it takes some time for me. Uh, and I can only speak for me but that is something that I struggle with is when when to take that opportunity um, to do so. I think it's going to it's important to really learn where people are in their life. A lot mm-hmm. of people don't take the time out to really learn where someone is at the time They you talk about a lot about someone's past and the future. But a lot of people don't talk about what they're doing right now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that will help you gauge like, okay, this is where they are right now. And I'm over here. Does this match with what I want to do? Mm-hmm. Do, do I need to go? And that's, that's what I've recently <laughs> learned myself is like, mm-hmm. I need to know where you are right now. And although we're going through this dating phase, once I fully understand where you are, then that's going to let me know if I need to move on, if I'm going to work through it with you, or we're just in the friend zone. Right. Right. That's important. I like that. Yeah, that's a big thing, too, being present, I think, because Mm -hmm. we don't know how to just be present. Yeah. Um, and And that kind of involves the vulnerability thing. Yeah. Like what I what I was thinking about the other day, um, I was like, because I'm always trying to overanalyze everything for some reason, but I think we look at vulnerability incorrectly. Like, for instance, we're so concerned with when is the proper time to be vulnerable with someone, but what if vulnerability is meant for you and only you? Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so we are worried about, well, am I am I close enough with this person where I'm it's time for me to be to be vulnerable instead of saying, you know, I'm going to be vulnerable not for this other person, but right. for myself because I'm showing that I'm being open. And so I'm doing this for me. For me. It's not necessarily for you. It's saying to you, I'm comfortable enough in myself to show you this emotion. You do with it what you will. But you know what? I think that also um, brings in your past traumas too and fear mm-hmm. because you okay. have to be comfortable enough mm-hmm. to, you know, allow yourself to be vulnerable. So you can tell yourself like, hey, we're going to do this. We're going to go into it. Um, a lot of people say, let's go, you know, one day by day or let's go with the flow. That is like the most confusing thing Ever when someone says let's just go with the flow but why what does that mean what does that mean what are we going where are we going what flow what is the flow to to me to me it means we're not about to move in together and call each other um girlfriend and girlfriend boyfriend and boyfriend girlfriend and boyfriend or whatever mm-hmm um, we are taking this time to really get to know each other and figure out if we want to 
continue to hang out and spend time together and maybe pursue something. See, I don't got time for that. But mm-hmm. see, here's the thing. <laughs> it goes back to what Lottie just said, being present. Going with the flow is literally being present in the mm-hmm. moment that you guys are together. It doesn't, it, it, it's not laying out this roadmap of life. Like, that's the problem. We overthink everything and we have to have everything planned and defined instead mm-hmm. of just being in the moment and appreciating this person is with me right now. And obviously, right. they're with me for a reason. Otherwise, they would not be in my life. So, so, so you're saying that, you know, living in that moment, being present, you meet this person, you guys are having the hell of a time, mm-hmm. you know, you have never felt this amazing. Mm-hmm. If that person said, let's get married right now, you're taking that risk? What would be the reason for me not to? And I get, and I think that this... Mm-hmm. It's hard to answer that question because it depends where you are in your life. Mm-hmm. Everybody is different and mm-hmm. there are some people who are going to rationalize it. But look at how many people did that. They met someone and two they weeks later them. they were married and they've been married for decades. But then yeah. there's other people who have done that and they were like, oh, shit, I done messed up. Yeah. This is not the one. Let's go yeah. ahead and end this now. So it that looks different for everyone. Yeah. But right. who's to say that that's not for for you? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, I don't it, think there's a universal answer for that one. I think it's it's, a, it's, a, yeah. it's an individual decision and individual situation because it all depends on the type of connection that you feel with that person in that mm-hmm. moment. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because that could be, honestly, it could be, you know, we've been dating, talking for, um, six months or it could I feel like that connection could also happen within a few weeks so it just mm-hmm. depends on how you feel at that time with that person so um, what about those who you know have been dating people for say say if I've been dating the same person for the past seven years mm-hmm. and we don't have any commitment because we're just living in the moment we don't have anything to solidify our relationship um other than you know of course being present with each other now my question would be is that is the woman or man it doesn't matter or if it's you know two women whatever the partner's Who's responsible to step up or is that okay to, you know, live the rest of your life with just that person and, you know, you're okay. You don't need any documents. You don't need anything Mm -hmm. to solidify your love. Like, yeah, no, you don't, you don't. don't. It depends on the people. Exactly. You define that. Yeah. That's why some people after seven years, the woman is waiting and waiting and waiting for whoever or the woman or man is waiting mm-hmm. for their partner to mm-hmm. step up and say, I want to solidify this when what they don't realize is their uh, their partner has already solidified it and they don't need yeah. anything but you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but a lot of people are so hung up on the tradition of getting that marriage certificate and um, having the ceremony and having the party and and that's what's going to make them married when it's that's not that's only one percent of of marriage 
You know what? I'm I'm gonna have to say as the the four C on this line. Um, this is you know, okay, guys. I'm a lesbian. <laughs> Are you? I am. <laughs> I don't know now at this point, but I have definitely dated uh, women majority of my life, and I was married to a woman and. I feel like I fell into those traditions that you guys are talking about. Like, oh, when you turn this age, you should be married by the age of 25. And, you know, so I literally took those steps. And, you know, hopefully it will, I don't know, it made me kind of clam up, but we got married and it didn't work. Um, It wasn't a bad marriage. It just, we didn't take that time you guys were talking about. We didn't take that that beat to live in the moment and enjoy one another every day. We didn't do that. You know, we didn't get the opportunity to know who we were in that present moment. We just saw the potential. And that's where dating really gets ghetto. Because you keep looking at this person like, hmm, he's flipping burgers today, honey, but he might be, you know, doing something else tomorrow. And we get stagnant waiting on that person to fulfill these unforeseen expectations. And it never happens. And now you're stuck and you're trapped. What you gonna do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing with with marriage is, for me, I am someone who I want marriage. You know, I don't necessarily going back to your original scenario where you're like, it's been seven years. Who steps up? For me, it's not going to take me seven years to Mm -hmm. realize if I want to marry someone. But that's not, again, that's one of those things where it's not universal. Someone can feel like marriage or the paper, the documentation will change the dynamics of the good. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like there, there are people who have been together for more than seven years and they're not legally married, but they're in a bomb-ass relationship, right? and they might feel like, okay, if we, we put this stigma or um, this document on what this is, it can change the dynamics of what we have now. And if it's, it goes back to that kind of, you know, that saying where it's like, if, it, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. Some, some people look at marriage like that, you know what I mean? So it's like, we don't necessarily need this documentation to realize how we feel about each other and even realize that we want to be together for the rest of our lives. It's mm-hmm. not important to people. You know, it's not important to some people, I should say. For me, it is. It is something that I um, have always looked at as something that I wanted since I was a little boy. Um and it's something that I definitely look forward to in the future, but there's no time limit on it either for me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm not saying that I need to get married tomorrow. I'm not saying that I need to get married before I'm 40. I could be 60 years old and we gonna, you know, do what we need to do if I feel like I'm with that person. Right. So I just feel like it's really all about analyzing your relationship, making sure that both parties are happy and making sure that the dynamic will not change regardless of if there is pa- a paper or not. Yes. 
that's what it all boils down to for me. Yeah. I kind of feel like, you know, love is, you don't need a paper. You don't. You know? And and here's the thing, like you said, it's an individual, you know, decision. Mm-hmm. Because I've had that paper and because I signed that paper to say, let's end this, that lets me know that, you know, it's not forever. And it's all based upon, you know, what you're feeling and if you could work through it and if you can't. And if you can't work through it, it's okay. It is okay to leave. You mm-hmm. do not have to be That's stuck true, true. in these relationships mm-hmm. that are not making you happy right. because mm-hmm. you are comfortable or because you have too much together right. or because mm-hmm. you have kids together. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. here's the thing. Your babies are watching, y'all. You know, before we land this good plane today, like, I need you to understand that your babies are watching. They see that shit. They see what you're doing. Even though you and little TT going in in the little bathroom (laughs) there and y'all trying to argue in the (laughs) corner, you know what I'm saying? And you got little uh, Billy over there and he mad and y'all arguing. They still hear that through the wall, y'all. Yeah. And that's that. any relationship. That's any yeah. relationship. Do not stay in a situation that you are not happy in. Mm-hmm. Like, stop yeah. doing that shit. Let's normalize leaving situations when you are unhappy, yeah. not staying in situations for the sake of the kids and the parents, yeah. not staying in situations because y'all got a puppy together and y'all are written on apartment and the lease didn't end. Pack that mm-hmm. shit up. Come get mm-hmm. your feelings. Like Jasmine Sullivan said, and lead that shit. Like, well, I don't yeah. understand. There are so many people. And let me let me talk about something else while we're on this. Wait, subject. before you continue, can I just add to that? Um, please make sure you leave in the correct manner. Don't do fuck shit and leave and leave the other person stranded financially or you know, do some ignorant. I I just had to throw that in there. By all means, yeah. leave if you're unhappy, but don't do fuck shit to leave that person mm-hmm. fucked That's over true. when you're leaving. Don't do that because karma yeah. will find you. Trust and yep. believe. Yeah. Okay, yeah. you were saying. I'm sorry. So I just want to elaborate on the point that I just had. Okay, when you are in a relationship with someone, you are dating. Okay, and you know, in this dating situation, that you are not happy. There's something that's missing. Um, it could be you're not getting what you fully need out of the dating relationship, but this other person proposes and you feel like I'm going to get married and this is going to fix the little situation that I feel a way about. Mm. Do not do it. Mm-hmm. Stop getting mm-hmm. into marriages with people that you already know mm-hmm. that you have an issue with or right. that dating situation you have an issue yeah. with. I know several people who are in miserable ass marriages. Yes. And these problems occurred when they were dating. Dating. Why do you bring in why do you bring in a legal document and an attachment to this person when Mm -hmm. there was already issues before? Like I don't understand it. And I I I wish that I could talk to someone about, you know like why you do that but <laughs> I just feel like I don't understand it like if I have these issues with you as I'm dating you and you're not my husband or you're not my wife why do I want to carry this into a marriage um without working on it and you know first like you could try to work on it and see if it'll change I just I don't get it I so, so uh, go ahead 
No, go ahead. I was just going to say really quickly for people, I feel like for scenarios where it's cheating, like their, their person is a serial cheater. Mm -hmm. I feel like they married them because it's a, it's a, Hey, I got him or her. You did it. Well, congratulations. You done locked down a cheetah for the rest of your life. Like, right, they don't mm-hmm. care, though. It's still is that like, the reward that you want? Because it is for some people. Yes, yes. it is. So you know, I want to I take it just a couple steps back. And in the back in the dating realm, I just want to say it is okay to not put all of your eggs in one basket. It Facts. is okay to date more than one person. The key piece is making sure that you are open and honest about it because that will eliminate the need for any of that extra drama. Mm-hmm. Would you like one basket more than the other? <laughs> I'm sorry. <what? laughs> then, <laughs> then you've given your... If you like more one basket, you mean one egg? <laughs> What if your eggs is in multiple baskets, but one of the baskets you like more? Then that's when you start talking about, okay, is it just me and you now, or should I keep on keeping yeah, my eggs? In just talk. So what you do is you start process elimination, you know? Mm-hmm. One of the ones that got your egg that really ain't it's doing rotted. nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like it's they ain't rotted, keeping your egg warm. Go get it's, your egg and put it in that extra basket. That mm-hmm. person that you mm-hmm. like, drop that little egg right in their basket and say, this is for you because yeah. this is where my attention is. And mm-hmm. I appreciate what you're showing me. I appreciate the experience that we're having. Let me give that energy to you. Mm-hmm. We have to be careful when dating multiple people who we give our energy to. Every Mm -hmm. person, like even with sex, every time we are sharing our energy with someone, whether it's family, friend, foe, enemy, whatever, they take a part of you. Mm -hmm. Have you ever just sat and paid attention? If you have company or if you're sitting in a room with somebody right now, if they walk away, does your energy change? When they left, you know, did your energy change? Did you become more active? Did you get up and go check the refrigerator? Or did you go and look on the TV for something? Like, pay attention to these little things because your body is telling you what it likes. Your mind is telling you what it likes. So at some point, we have to listen to ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's telling you. You know, like, you know what it feel like? I could tell you right now, one person, if I see their name on my phone instantly, aggravation. Mm. <laughs> Seriously. Like, I got a couple see. of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that one person. So, do I want to answer right now? No, because mm-hmm. I'm having a great time with my friends. I don't mm-hmm. want to answer. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to choose to protect my energy in that moment. What do you lose? Nothing. Mm-hmm. What did you gain? Your peace. Wow. So, I'm just saying, you know, so 
we have a few minutes left here on our um, podcast. So we're going to, you know, start to bring this uh, flight on in. The crew has definitely let you know what's on their mind today. But to wrap this thing up, is there something that we want to say to people um, to learn how to navigate through that ghetto uh, dating life? Like what, what's the solution other than putting ourselves first and, you know, pushing through past traumas? What else? Dating is only going to be as ghetto as you allow it to be. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, finger snaps. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. They know yeah. that. <laughs> yes. I am a fan, Pastor. Yeah. Fan. <laughs> it is, honey. That's you my final move. Project, y'all. Yeah. Communicate, please. Can we just communicate? We're mm-hmm. no matter how awkward it feels or how yes. uncomfortable it feels, just say what's on your mind. Yes. And even though you said besides putting yourself first, I'm gonna add it in again. Yeah. Put yourself first, date yourself. Even mm-hmm. while I'm dating, I have specific days of the week that is just for me. I take myself out on a date and I just do me and I, it's like a reset to make sure that I am in tune with myself and I'm not trying to do so much for others mm. I love that outside love of that. myself I, love I like that, that. Yeah. I feel like right now after all the day not and done <laughs> this is probably the best dating experience I've had as ghetto as it is it's still the best dating experience that I've had because I'm also dating myself. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And I don't think people really understand how important dating yourself is. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I have days where I want to cook a nice meal for myself. Is anybody going to be here to eat it? Hell no. Am I going (laughs) to throw it away the next day? Yeah. But the point (laughs) is, you know, I did what I wanted to do. I did what made me happy. I chose Shay in that moment. So don't be afraid to spend time with yourself. Because here's the thing. If you're afraid to be alone with yourself, imagine what other people feel alone with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you awkward by yourself, damn, <laughs> you awkward with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, sometimes you got to self-reflect. You know, I know That's I'm awkward, so <laughs> I say to myself, yeah. <laughs> You won't embarrass me. All right. So I think we are landing here, people. Um, We had an amazing flight. It lasted about 55 minutes today, guys. And you are now able to unbuckle your seatbelts. You can stand up, stretch out a little bit. And we will see you on our next flight, which will be next week as we hit another destination. Bye. Bye. Bye.